0: Casey, man, Chuck, resident member of the garrison division. And thankfully, this chapter is about to come to a close. And You got my co-host.
1: It's your girl, Mikasa, your resident badass checking in. And you are listening to another week of Black on Time.
0: So as we, you know, get into the final episode of the part one to season four. How'd, how'd you feel about it? Did you enjoy it?
1: Why did you say it was finally coming to a close?
0: Because the part one is over. Like,
1: But there's sweet. so much love.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but like everything that's setting up, what's left, you know, like, it was It's it's over with. So, like, this whole Subterfuge regarding Marley and what Marley's thinking, what Marley's doing, everything in terms of building up the Yeagerist, Um just all of the kind of all of the groundwork has been laid uh, to give us a pretty, what I think will be epic finish.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, it's all there. So I'm glad that 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 that's over
1: with i'll tell you i am glad that they let us know that part two is coming out you know soon (laughs) well soon ish in anime world i guess um but of course they released it you know right as the day of um because why do we deserve more you know, as Attack on Titan fans, we obviously are gluttons for punishment. So, winter 2022, will be ready.
0: Oh uh, Yeah. I, I've seen this thing when they're talking about when winter will exactly be. Um, <laughs> like,
1: Why is this even a debate?
0: Because with the way that things are scheduled to come out, like, winter could be, because, like, how the fall this um when it came out originally it was supposed to come out in the fall for this season and it came out like towards the end of uh November um but winter usually means like January to March. So um just that the release schedule and what uh the creators are gonna do that's why that was like a conversation. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that it's sooner rather than later, especially since the manga is about to be done.
1: I'm pretty sure they mean like January.
0: I need them to mean November.
1: I mean, who knows? I, I'm ready I would say December, November. January. That's where I put it, but you know, when it comes to anime releases, I don't lust for them because it'll be gone in the link of an eye anyway. Yeah, that's true. But um we weren't even just talk about that right there. But did we have predictions?
0: Um yeah, I did. And one of them definitely came true. Okay. Um I remember talking about P class week and saying like where like where she been like something's about to happen. And boy did she come through like <laughs> It just he coming he out the shadows, you know. Yeah, she does. But it was just seeing her this week, and even though I'm, because I honestly I think I stopped picking sides a while ago. At this point, mm-hmm. um, even though this episode is all about picking sides, um, it was just like I I I think that in whatever character I'm picking, Pika is one of the characters I'm picking. I guess. Um, because even it was about this episode, how she doesn't really even fuck with Marley like that. It was just kind of like, okay, I I got you got even you got to see a little, you got to see a little bit more into what Peek thinks and how Pink Peek thinks about it. So, you know, this has always been a stallion Titan fan club. Um,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So seeing her do her thing, and she didn't even have to get in a Titan form. I enjoyed that.
1: I mean, she's clever enough anyway. Her being a Titan is just an upgrade.
0: For sure. <laughs> I thought it was funny seeing all of them. Well, not all of them, but seeing Pete and uh Infiltrate. Oh, do you uh,
1: pull the Aaron on Aaron?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, in plain sight and whatnot.
1: But that was, like, part of the funniest thing. Because they are... When it comes to coups like this, you know, so many things can happen in the middle of it. And so you're not paying attention to who this person wasn't here yesterday or this person, you know, who, who the fuck is this man? Like, they don't care. Like, it's just so much happening at one time. And so it's easy for them to infiltrate the ranks at this point just because there is so many moving pieces and I found that very funny so let's get into this review for the week so it opens up with rain pouring down still raining and Hanji well they hear the explosion from last week's episode of Zeke blowing himself To smithereens, and Falcon was a boy named Flock is with Hanji, and they're on the way to take to go meet Zeke and Levi, but they obviously don't know anything that just transpired in the woods, and so all they hear is the explosion, and Hanji was like, "Well, somebody says that thunder." Or and then I think Hanji thought and Hundred Hanji was like that a thunder spear. And, you know, so many thoughts are running over her face and you see the little, you know, the little sweat bead that lets her know like she's thinking. And it was, you know, Flock is like, Let's go in that direction. And I'm just like, I wish you would have saw more of what happened with them once they went there, but I guess we're gonna have to wait.
0: Well you mean like when they got over there
1: where Zeke like where they Levi were yeah. Uh, I wish we would have cut back to that before the episode ended, but I know there's only so much you can put into twenty three minutes. But um
0: I was wondering why like if Hanji looking over there is what
1: made Flock want to even go over there in the first place. And that that could be the case, just because obviously everybody knows Hanji's always thinking and always, you know, looking ahead. And so he probably looked at her and realized that, you know, she was thinking some things. And if he was smart, that would be what you should do. But who knows? But then we cut to Zeke laying in the field half Half a body, and it's no flowers. I oh, just oh, no arms. And he's like, Am I dying? This is what death feels like. And then they show a little clip of somebody. Um, and then the- do you know
0: who that is? Like that random. Uh, I do, yes.
1: Does the anime uh, audience know? Important. Okay. So, then you see a Titan crawling over to think, and I think, oh my goodness, <laughs> yes, this Titan is going to eat dick! And I then, was of hoping. course, of course, I was disappointed and realizing that this he commanded this titan to open its womb up and tuck him inside, and that made me very upset. But you know, it's part of the game, I presume, because obviously, yeah, he really had to die at this point. <laughs> I mean, can you not? Like, I mean, that basically takes away the rest of the story.
0: Cause I was very much hoping that that Titan would have a nice little Zeke snack
1: and whatnot. Then we um, but after the Titan takes tucks Zeke's away, how does how is she going to prevent her stomach from opening up? But
0: I don't. I don't think that's a her concern.
1: I mean, obviously, it's just interesting. I wonder. That's why I just really wanted to know more for what happened after this.
0: I mean, she uh, rehabilitates Zeke and gives birth to him in nine months. She got her uh-huh. little surrogate baby.
1: It's like a little doll, but she took them deep into the crevices. But I wonder where this Titan came from.
0: Yeah, I was wondering that too. But then. Because hmm. it couldn't you know, have been one of, the, one of Levi's people.
1: Well, because Levi cut them all down, right? So, but I mean, if he still can use his voice, maybe he can still turn somebody tight with his screen but I And was like, they
0: had to inhale the body, the, the spinal or the spinal fluid mm-hmm. gas.
1: I mean, true. I just don't know if he screamed out and whoever was closest came, turned tight and came. But that's why I feel like we'll figure out more, I guess, once they actually cut back to them.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. But there was so much else going on in this episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? So let's get into that.
0: Uh, Yeah, after the opening sequence, uh, it's kind of funny how y'all is taunting Pixis about we'll dine at the same table soon again. And, you know, that's what she said about like eight episodes ago when the tables returned and she was getting uh, detained by Pixis and the Garrison Squad. And she starts talking to Pixis about uh, what's going on and. How everything has been set up by the Jaegerists. Pixis is very aptly assessing the situation. Uh, he points out the different colored armbands and what they mean, like how the white means the people that were already Jaegerists, and the uh, red are pretty much the the forcibly held captives. They like they found out about the wine and all that, and whatnot. and then the black are people who just or drink the wine, and they have no say over the matter. And Yelena is saying that you know she's happy to sit down with him. And <laughs> Commander's picture is like, I didn't really have much of a choice on the matter um, because you know y'all are threatening to shoot me. So
1: by my own team,
0: uh, yeah. And it's really crazy because, like, the one dude is like, well, I mean, my son and I both uh, drank the wine, so there's not really... they, They had too much on us. Sorry, Commander. And Pixis is just like, whatever. But it's that whole conversation and everything that's going on with that, it's kind of funny because when Pixis says that It seems like something that Marley does in terms of categorizing people and sorting them into groups based off of their status uh, is kind of what Marley does and isn't that what Marley did to you and your people which kind of leads me to think that um, the Eldian armband thing isn't a one-off like wherever the Amazons that Yelena comes from, they probably have their own special armband Wherever the uh, people that your Capone come from, they probably have their own special armband, and it just makes me think of the vastness of the oppression that's probably going on in this community and between everybody. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really weird, but which point? Just about the different classification of the categories to
1: everybody gotcha
0: but it's not too long before yelena starts getting into her worship of it's not too long for uh yelena gets into her worship of zeke and gets to talking about like all the ways that zeke is going to save the world and Pixis is like nah like I'm pretty sure that y'all plan is going to save the island. And that kind of alludes to the whole euthanization plan that Yelena has coming on. And then that fades out and we get to meet up with our scouts buddies in the dungeons where they are.
1: Let's go back to the part where Pixis and in Yelena. And it was something that he said when he was talking about them being foolish or wise and you know she was just saying like if you would have just sided with us and he was just like but you had already poisoned the wine in the first place so like (laughs) how are you going to tell us that we should have sided with you when it's shown like it's proven that we probably shouldn't have trusted you to begin with you know and that's where I'm just like (laughs) the disillusion here is so real amongst so many groups of people and I'm starting to realize like <laughs> is there a better like what's better like I don't know I don't know
0: what do you mean what's better
1: I feel like nobody has the right answer
0: well in terms of what to do
1: and, yes, in terms of, like, how to fix this, how to make everything better. Like, obviously, Marley doesn't. Obviously, Zeke and Yelena don't. I mean, Pear just figured out that they wasn't the only people on Earth a few years ago. So, they just learned how to walk. And so, it's just, it's a lot of stuff. But it's like none of it seems right. Well,
0: Aaron has all that, obviously.
1: Well, we don't know what Aaron's thinking. So, we can't say if he's right or not
0: we're supposed to just trust me.
1: because he wants to keep everything a secret and be meeting his friends oh
0: well, shoot John seems to trust
1: yeah John does so that takes us down to them in the cell underground which I don't know if they were part of the below that was being referenced in the title of the episode but that's something we can discuss later but um so the scouts, well, the best friends of Aaron, are being held captive. Of course, with Niccolo and Sasha's family, because like they really just came for a good meal, and here they are in like jail. You go to Olive Garden and end up behind bars because
0: some poo-poo stuff that you don't stepped in, and you only you, like they're not military, like they're not gonna rebel. Like what? What is the reason?
1: It's only so much they can do. You could
0: have sent them home, honestly.
1: I mean, that's true, but who knows what would have Sasha daddy would have did. Or, you know, gone from there. It was just a lot of moving factors. But, I mean, it's not like it was the worst jail. Like, they literally had space. They could make tea. I'm like, y'all got plates and saucers and stuff? Like, literally just brewing tea in jail. Very convenient. It's better than prison wine. Uh, Yeah. But I don't know anything about them personally. It's true. Better than (laughs) wine, too. (laughs) Well, obviously not, because they drank it up. Gulp, gulp, gulped it up. None of them. Oh, well, yeah. Lucky for them. Well... They actually followed the rules. And they were actually <laughs> the upper echelon of the scout regiment. So, they called themselves trying to be good examples.
0: Upper echelon. Yeah,
1: upper echelon. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean... Honestly,
0: who who's left in the scouts besides the people in this room? Like, the actual scouts. Like, the,
1: I no, mean, honestly, nobody, just because everybody turned to Yeagerist. So, I don't mean like after all this do you even have a military anymore (laughs) like because who who do you know who's who and who's what but um it you know starts off with them in you know the jail cell and connie obviously hasn't been fucking with her For a while now. And he's always been the one. That's been very vocal about. How Aaron is just not the same person. That he was. And you know. Obviously something is different with him. And you know. Obviously Mikasa and Armin. uh, Are giving him the benefit of the doubt. But you know. Even Jean. is always. Even though they have their little rivalry. He'll always be like. No. I don't think that would be Aaron or, you know, Aaron wouldn't do that. And so when he asked what happened and why did Aaron beat him up, Armin was about to spill the beans. But, of course, because. So this takes us to our scouts that are in jail right now. And, you know, they have Sasha's family in jail. And the loyal best friend of Aaron Yeager, who obviously, you know, wouldn't wear any kind of armband because they're going to try to fight you, period. <laughs> so you might as well just keep them in jail because they're going to put up a fight <laughs> if they out. So, Honestly. <laughs> so um, Connie is asking Armin if he can go Super Saiyan, And Armin's like, "Um, I'm just going to destroy the entire city and everyone that's here, so no. And of course he puts it nicer, but you know, you got to explain stuff to Connie in a simple way. And so, John is you know, asking Armin it's about time to tell us why Aaron beat you up. And you know, Armin was just like, he said bad stuff about Mikasa. And Everybody's like, wait, he said best of about who? And so, you know, obviously, if Mikasa's supposed to be Aaron's best friend, it's, they don't think that he would do anything to harm Mikasa. And so, I think to hear that, everybody was just like, okay, what? But Connie was like, well, we know he an asshole. And, you know, it's whatever. But John is just like, mm-hmm do you think there was a reason behind that like it had to be a reason behind that because why would Aaron try to hurt me constantly and that's exactly what I said last week like I just don't think that like it has to be some kind of reason I don't know if it's a dickhead reason or not but I don't think it was just like oh let me hurt my best friend's feelings
0: I mean I hope so honestly uh I hope that Aaron isn't just out here burning bridges for no reason.
1: Yeah, because like, even if and Armin were looking like, hmm, you may have a point there. But it was more like hopeful, I think, in their eyes. like, I hope there is some reason why he did this shit. Definitely see that. But, um, yeah. And so then after that, it brings Yelena calling them the heroes of Shigonshiga. And what's so interesting about that is Shigonshiga has been through it. Like, I just don't understand. It gets abused time and time again. Like, <laughs> people. Chagun, she got so many Aaron Mag holes. It don't make no sense. And what's going to happen? They about to tear Sugar Sugar up again.
0: I mean, it is on the front lines.
1: <laughs> I mean, but aren't there others? <laughs> I,
0: mean, mm, I mean, I think that the way that the cities are set up in the walls, <laughs> like, Shiganshaga, I think they said that it was the biggest city on like towards the outer part. hmm So, I mean, yeah, there are others. But I feel like Shiganshaga is going to be a place where there's the biggest military strongholds, there's the biggest facilities and all this whatnot.
1: Well, at so... this point now, after everything that's already happened, that's probably the best route. But not beforehand, before the original Titan attacks with Reiner and Berto. You know, it was just a regular, regular city. Well, but yeah,
0: but it was still one of the biggest cities.
1: I get that. <laughs> we can move past that. <laughs> but, um, Yelena comes down with Ollon Capone and Grice when they come to see the scouts, and Connie's furious because he's like, you know, asking Al Young Capone, like, I know you're not on their side, and Al Young Capone was like, I mean, y'all put me in jail too, so it's not like <laughs> I was better off. I mean, because honestly, Al Young Capone would just be sitting in jail with them, or dang it. So I think he's just one of those type of people that just like, I'm just trying to get out of here, and I'm going to find a means to an end. Definitely. I definitely
0: can see that because he doesn't... If Yelena didn't know, let him know what was going on with everything, and the scouts didn't put him in a better predicament. They just kind of, like you said, put him on house arrest or whatever. He, he may as well just hang around with Yelena because at least she ain't gonna hurt him. Like he, he does literally have nothing better to do.
1: Exactly. So, um, you know, he was like, This place was primitive. We brought it from the past. I'm just like, they wouldn't even know they was primitive if y'all let them alone in the first place. But, you know, Niccolo uh Get go off on Grice and was just like, you know, you become a the lackey. You a snitch. And then Grice got, I think he got some big britches. Like, first of all, you was the sous chef. You wasn't even the main chef, my guy. And you up here trying to talk wet to my boy Nicolo, And you better be glad them bars is right there because Nicolo would have got up on you and you would have been next after Falco. <laughs> but them bars held him back them bars held my boy back but grice was just so grimy the way he was up there talking about sasha calling her spawn of the devil whore and calling them devils and i'm just like what was the point like you're still speaking the same language and it's just so disgusting how you sit up here and talk about these people like they have no soul, no humanity, and then pow, my girl yelling that got him up out there. I'm just like, I mean, I'm if anything, I'm glad she's using her power to kill men who talk crazy, misogynistically about women who smell like potatoes, especially our favorite potato girl. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I feel like yeah, would have killed Gabby um on that plane and that's the type of decision making that I need.
1: Um Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Protect, she definitely would have killed Gabby.
0: Protect Sasha at all costs. Um and her memory. So, you know, I was all with that cuz dude, he just he too much anyway. So, I when she shot him I was like I literally said thank you. Cause he was just going in too much like and then it's saw is was right
1: here, like like too
0: far you talking all of this, whatnot like I thought that you know you would be over her when she was dead or whatever, and like when she
1: died was killed, like what
0: it was it was just a mess, but I was happy to, like Johnny, I was, to I was twitching
1: shit, yeah, my eye was twitching on Yonka Pong looking like oh wait 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 where is this going and then like for her to shoot him in point blank range everybody was like oh, okay she she ain't playing <laughs> and then she lets them know that she wants to tell them the truth and she is tired of keeping everything from them and is going to tell them about the euthanization plan to save Eldia
0: Everything with that, like, I kind of feel like part of her wanted to share the plan um, before it got this far, just because she's so obsessed with Zeke and Aaron, and she probably thinks it's like literally like God ordained. Yeah. So she seems like she wanted to go door to door, knocking and letting everybody know about the- their Lord and Savior, <laughs> Zeke Yeager. Ze- <laughs> so so I, I I definitely get it. Um, h- how eager she is, especially because she sees like I don't think she uses the heroes of Shiganchiga term lightly. I think she does actually revere these people, mostly because of their association with Aaron. Um, but I definitely and
1: they could be Zeke. Uh
0: that they go that they could beat Zeke. I mean, honestly, that's easier done than said.
1: <laughs> um, especially, it's not as fight. big as a deal if you think it is once you see the fight. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> like, I remember when uh, Zeke's big monkey self came onto the uh, scene the first time, I was like, oh, shoot. Because, you know, I had seen the female Titan and she was formidable. Um mm-hmm. Reiner put up a fight. Even Bertold was doing things. thing. So I seen this monkey and I was like, Oh, that that's about to be some problems.
1: No, for real. I said the same thing. I was like, Wait, what?
0: And then I mean, did he cause some problems? Yes. But <laughs> not really. Like, He's
1: caused but he he just didn't cause as many as he could have been expected looking at him.
0: Yeah. It was Very underwhelming to say the least.
1: I like seeing him lose, so yeah, definitely. But yeah, so that takes us to Aaron. You mean Gabby?
0: It fades out, and then you have Gabby looking all sad and dejected, and she's in some type of storage cellars, and she's trying to wonder why she's still alive because. She associates all of the Eldians with um, devils, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Why haven't they killed me yet? Because you know, I killed a friend. I did all of this. I did all of that. I'm a big bad around here, and yet they just got me sitting here, like whatever." So Aaron comes in the room, and he's he's like, "Hey, Brat, who killed Sasha?" Which I think, like, him referring to her as this—that's kind of my signal that he does have some care for Sasha and he he is holding that grudge, which if Aaron doesn't want to kill Gabby and he wants to, as he said, save Falco, um, Aaron's care for these people is a little bit more than what you would think it would be, especially if you think this person doesn't care about his friends and he doesn't care about Sasha and he doesn't care about all these people, but he wants to save Falco from Getting turned into a titan um, by Zeke's spinal fluid. I definitely think that um, shows some concern that Aaron has on a level, but he comes in to talk to Gabby about saving Falco. And
1: when he refers to, I agree with you in regards to, like, you know, him actually caring about Sasha, but. It's also interesting because I feel like to Gabby, it's like he's making it real for her. Because, like, you know, when he refers to her, he refers to her as the brat who killed Sasha. And it's not like, oh, you killed my comrade or you a killer, you killer brat. Or, you know, it's like, I'm letting you know who you killed. Like, this is somebody, this is who she was to me. Like, it wasn't just somebody who was just on a mission. Like, she was Sasha. And you know that she's Sasha to me. And so I feel like that's something. Like, even though she's, you know, been in Sasha's house, been with Sasha's parents and family, like, I feel like it's so interesting how, you know, Sasha would continuously plays a part throughout this season, even though she's no longer with us. And I like that that's how he refers to her at this point in time. Because what is the point of knowing her name when how you met her was the tragedy that she caused.
0: Yeah. I don't think that the same effect would have been like if if uh, Connie would have been the one that was killed, for example. I don't think that it would have had this reverberating effect throughout the uh, rest of the series like I don't think okay I'm not gonna say Aaron when have came in like hey Brett who killed Connie because I think Aaron you know cares about Connie too but like I don't think there would have been all of this ability to love people to Gabby on behalf of Sasha so
1: well that's because Connie's parents were already Titans
0: well yeah but I'm saying like <laughs> <laughs> I know all of the other people that cared about Sasha and whatnot, like you have Niccolo. Got you. Niccolo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, the scouts um, all care about Connie, but True. I don't feel like nobody would have been his grave. Or not nobody. I don't feel like they would have been his grave crying if that was Connie like that. Like, like they would have been. I mean, just
1: just because Connie didn't get no bitches, don't mean that people ain't gonna be crying for Connie no, but like his... I get the point I'm making <laughs> poorly but <booked. laughs> let's move it before you keep on shaving Connie continue
0: so then uh, as Aaron is talking to Gabby Peek just casually walks in the room and stabs the guard in his throat and draws her gun on Aaron and she's like, Gabby, just just do what I say, pretty much. And Gabby's whole demeanor changes because finally somebody that she trusted is doing what she trusted them to do. And it's funny because everything that Gabby has experienced up until this point is like, isn't who she thought she was, isn't who she thought he was, Um then you have all these people in Eldia or Paradis, and they're not who she thought uh, they were in any means. And then Pete comes to the door and just resets her reality. And she, Pete is talking uh, to Aaron and she's like, yeah, we're pretty much just going to hold him hostage. And she tells Gabby to get the gun and she's holding the gun, too. So they start talking and Aaron realizes that he's not in any real danger because when Gabby I mean, when Peek is trying to give him some orders he's like and if I don't and Pete is like then I'll shoot you and you'll be dead and you don't even have time to transform and Aaron's like you can't kill me like you if anything you're duty was to retake the founding titan instead of to actually kill me and so you're not going to shoot me like he puts his gun to the barrel and everything and I'm like that takes some supreme confidence um what you're going to do and about about it so Pete kind of turns the tables around and she's like well, you're right. Uh, I would just really want to save all of the Eldians around the world. I have family in the zone and all of these other people and I can't really eat you. So it, she, it's really not feasible for me to do this. So she acts like she wants to join his side and kind of tries to play his guard down and that
1: She's very believable. Yeah, she, she is. Because <laughs> her,
0: rationale, her rationale is sound, you know.
1: And even when she tried to convince Gabby. What you mean? Like, she seemed very believable. Like, telling Gabby how, you know, are we Eldians or are we Marlins? Like, you know, everything sounded legit. I mean, obviously, there's a reason not to trust her, but you know, she seemed sincere, but she's also a trained assassin.
0: I do think that everything she said was kind of sincere, because even when she broke up her dad's story and she's talking about she only, when she's talking about she only joined the uh, warriors that were her dad to get medical treatment, and that before she dies, um, she kind of wants to see Marleyans be free. I do think that she's sincere about that. Like, I do think that that is an actual want that she has. Um, and I do think she knows that Marley isn't any good. Like, when she's telling Gabby all of that. And like, when she's telling Gabby that, no matter what they do, they're not going to let the quote-unquote good LDNs go free. <laughs> um, that like I think she's sincere about all of that because they're not gonna let no good Eldians go free. And I think that Gabby needed to hear about all of that, about the world sees the Eldians, about being the subjects of Ymir, and that no matter what they're Titans, so they're always going to be in danger. I think that she is serious about all of that as she kind of says later, when she's like, um, yeah, I don't trust Marley, but I trust the people that I fight with. And that's kind of how we alluded to earlier, like, this episode is, like, all about picking sides. <laughs> it's funny because um, Pete kind of names her side, and it's, kind of, it's not Marley, it's her comrades. And that's kind of confusing Gabby because Gabby doesn't know what side to pick. And Peek is convincing Gabby of their place in the world. Aaron is menacingly creeping up with his finger out. And you remember the hook-handed slasher from Spongebob? Or the no. hat and slasher?
1: it No.
0: Oh. Um but he kind of looks like that guy as he's sneaking up and it is quite funny to me <laughs> um but Aaron asks Peak that if she's gonna actually cooperate to cooperate and she says that she'll show him where the Marleans are and that's when Pete, As we see, walks Aaron right into her plan, and she's like, "Yeah, if we go to the roof, I'll show you where they're at." So that takes us over to Yelena, back in the prison with the um, with the Aaron crew, Aaron with the the original (laughs) Jaegerist, and she's explaining what the euthanization would do and Jean is the one who sees things how I see things because he's like you know how is that how is euthanization peaceful like if we die out then we're just going to be getting tortured until the end we're not going to have that much to defend ourselves you actually think that they're going to leave us alone like and Yellen was like, well, we kind of thought about that. If we do the rumbling, then there's not, there's going to be, uh, they're going to be teared from actually wanting to come because they're going to see some of this destruction. And then as long as the subjects leave near, uh, inherit the founding titan, then we should be good after that. Or y'all should be good after that. And then John's like, yeah we're not certain of that. And Yelena's like, I mean, we're we're not. But, you know, I feel very strongly about it. And then she... Because Yelena, she kind of goes in and out between these Jaeger-worshipping faces. Like It's like, at one moment, she's this calm, <laughs> rational person. And then she's like, Zeke and Aaron will be legendary heroes and humanity will revere them forever because into all of the bloodshed and they're going to be greater than anything that's happened as of yet. And people are going to speak about them forever. And every time she starts talking about them in this manner, her eyes just start shining something something crazy. And as she's going through this, as she's going through this spiel, Armin starts crying, and I'm just like, what in the world is going on? Because how did this touch your heart? Like, Armin's the first person I've seen hear this plan, and he's actually down with it. And I kind of, at this point, wonder is that some of those Bertholdt memories or... Of the original Colossus
1: mm. Titans,
0: memories, like what's going on with that?
1: Mm, that could be true. Or a plan. Or a plan. Um but he is also very smart. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he is. And she thanks him for understanding. But it it just it seemed creepy because Armin hasn't seemed him. He, Armin hasn't. Nobody has. The only not that many characters like the same characters that we've gotten to know um, over the course of the series. So I don't know. Armin hasn't really seen himself as of season four. So yeah, it was, it was, it's kind of hard to read but uh, after Armin starts crying one of Yelena's lackeys comes in and she starts telling him about how the Marlins have been invading or the invaders are here
1: Mm -hmm. so she says the invaders, somebody says the invaders are here and then it cuts to people that are getting dressed in ODM gear and the first time I watched this I was like where are they going in ODM gear and then I was like do these people even know how to put on ODM gear and I was just like <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore like do they even you know obviously the scouts but like people who are not in scouts you know like how often are they using ODM gear these days and you know I don't know that's, that's one of the things that came across my mind but um because I didn't realize it the first time that we didn't see them in ODM gear. Anymore from that point. And then. Falco and like. The other people that are. um, People who I guess are. Part of the. Resistance. Are downstairs. In another separate little. Prison unit. And you know. They're trying to figure out. What's going on. And so. um. Everybody's looking at Peak because Aaron's told everybody that Peak is on traded sides. But I don't know if he's saying Peak is here. So that means Marley's here or Peak is here. So yay <laughs> to the team, which I'm feeling because they're getting ready in ODM gear. I feel like he told them Peak is here. So Marley must be near.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that. So, you said, um, just because when um, when she acted like she was going to trade sides uh, she said I can tell you where they're at
1: mm-hmm. so
0: she alluded to the fact that was mm-hmm. in the so I, I definitely think that um, he was saying that Marley was already there
1: gotcha but um you know he's trying to he's trying to you know follow her plan to see what the fuck she's trying to do. And so um everybody's staring at her and they like that little itty bitty thing. And I'm like Hah! and then you see Falco in the crowd. I mean uh, Porco in the crowd and he was also I think with um flock when flock and them had came and they beat up um who they beat up shot it keith shot it, and they beat Keith up they uh Porco was with back then which is so mm-hmm I watched the video and they had showed him they was like look who it is I was Back like, look episode. at it.
0: Because i I mean I missed <laughs> him the first time but, in the crowd, you know, when people was blushing
1: as peak wave to him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I that's when I was like, oh, she giving him a signal, letting him know like where she is and he'll figure out what to do next. But I just didn't realize that what happened actually was what's gonna happen when he came from up under that flow. I was just like, oh, okay, way to make an entrance. But, um, yeah. yeah, and so Gabby's like, where's Falco? And he was like, Falco's here too. And then he tells them about the spinal fluid. And Gabby and Pete both are like, what? And, you know, Aaron's like, man, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> like, I think just told me this man got some wine in his mouth. You know, I know, now you know. And then Gabby, you know, of course, took responsibility because it was her fault.
0: As is most um, things.
1: And then Pete, you know, asked um, Aaron, did he take over the military with Zeke's spinal fluid and was asking him questions about how, you know, his abilities and stuff. And of course, Aaron's like, I don't know, do you? And she was like, you know, he'd been lying since I uh, met him she feel like he been lying Um, which is very interesting Um, but then you know when she detailed when Aaron when Zeke said I'm going to come back and rescue you Aaron that was something that I also agree with her on because you can tell Zeke was very pure when he said that and that's why it always confused me until everything unfolded about you know why does Zeke always want Aaron and like he didn't want to kill Aaron he wanted Aaron alive and you know everything just makes a lot more sense yeah and so
0: okay. oh no I was just gonna say yeah uh, in terms of the Zeke being sincere in that moment um, because at first back then you know when I was originally watching I thought. I thought it was really creepy Zeke's affinity for Aaron and how Zeke was always like oh I'm gonna come save you and even after I found out that that was his brother his use of the word save um Mm -hmm. it, it kind of it always struck me as weird um but seeing how Peak came to understand that I thought that that was a really nice correlation between everything
1: definitely so they get upstairs and Yelena opens the door and Peak sees her and was like, You got rid of the beard. Um, and I'm just like, Peak love playing, and Yelena's like, Aaron, do not trust that woman. And he was like, I don't trust that girl. It's a mutual, you know, benefits. And so he walks out there and he was like pointing to the enemy. And so Gabby's obviously scared of what's going to happen next. And, you know, she was like, okay, I'll show you the enemy. And then points at Aaron old sunken in eyes, ass. And, you know, he already on go with his hand uh, locked and ready to go Titan form and stuff like that. But Gabby, you know, she's just trying to hold on. And Pete comforts her, the little petite princesses, um, and their little bitty ponytails. And then Porco comes from under the floor and bites Aaron's leg off. And I'm just like, this man always Who, misses Porco? the target.
0: I, yes. For as much as he wants that sound tight, and he don't got the conviction for it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause
1: it's like okay
0: you really you dead ass had them lined up in your uh, sights like mm-hmm. they couldn't see you coming and you still missed all you managed to do was bite the man's chance
1: loser yep so, obviously, Aaron sees was, it's Porco, and he turns Titan. And then everybody underground in Scout's prison room is like, uh, what the? And then Armin obviously know what's up, and he was just like, it's begun. The Titans have started to move. And I thought that was a really badass line, but everybody else underground like oh my god what's going on because so much is happening and obviously they're not upstairs to see what's going on so i can understand how that can be very nerve-wracking but um as porco shields them from aaron's transformation gabby is like you're not a traitor i knew you weren't a traitor and then she was like you know I do trust my comrades but I don't trust Marley. I'm like it's the same thing but okay and so then you see the airships coming the Marlene airships coming and then you look and you see Magath, Magath and Ryan Skinny depressed Reiner and Colt and oh I forgot that little fat bozo in the background too um <laughs> but um McGass says that, you know, he's they found the founding titan and it's time to go get revenge for Liberio and put an end to this guy. And then you see Aaron looking up at the airships and was like, Bring it on right And I'm just like, right not even on top of home. I just
0: the beef that Aaron and Reiner have, like. It it's reminds personal. me of that Cardi B line, you know, where she's like, "If you got beef with me, we got beef forever, because and- there's no reason, like <laughs> you said, he's not even the top opponent, and like, everything that just happened, like, you just got attacked by Galliard, Peek is down there, Gabby getting away, and you're like, Reiner, I see you in the air blimp about five miles away, I have something waiting for you, and I'm just like, What?
1: Yeah, it's very interesting, but I don't know. It makes me think that Ryan is probably going to jump out of the aircraft, or whatever. But um,
0: just like, do you remember um the open two, episode
1: one uh, when he jumped out? Who were sloppy? Yep, mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, but it I that was the end of this review for so this episode how do you
0: think the end of part 1 of this season 1 like four, like 4 oh my place? god <laughs>
1: like
0: where do you think that this is a good place to leave off like
1: i mean based on like the spoilers and stuff that i've already um that i seen stuff it makes sense to leave off right here just because, you know, of everything that happened, like, with Zeke, and everything that's happening, like, up until this point, this is all, like, I guess the calm before the storm, essentially. And so, I think this was a good place to start, and, like, at first I thought, you know, they were gonna give us a movie, like, Demon Slayer got a movie and stuff, but, then after I realized, like, the way they were pacing the episode, the last few episodes, and then, like, after last week and I saw how they were going to the preview for this week I was like oh they definitely have to bring out a part two just because it just because of the pacing it just was so much like they would have to leave out if they did a movie version of it but I just hate that we have to wait so long yeah
0: I I really am not looking forward to waiting the whole calendar year or (laughs) you know hopefully just like six months
1: um, I mean, it's probably going to be a calendar year since we started in December last year. Or it could be like, you
0: know, eight months tops. Um, okay. You know, but I am really upset. Or not upset, but sad that we have to wait so long for the next episode. I do think um, kind of how they split it up was kind of in-game Infinity Wars for me Um where this mm-hmm. first part of the season, like the first 16 episodes or whatever, it was like, yeah, there was action, but it kind of just set up like what I'm guessing is going to be this final scene. And it really just because clearly whenever we come back, everybody going to be fighting. Like, it's about to be world war three well i mean marley and parody are the world so it is it's like about to be like world war three mm-hmm. up in here and where is it going to go from there because like yes this the fight scenes can last mm-hmm. an episode two tops but there has to be so much else that happens um to kind of conclude the story
1: do you think they're gonna
0: activate um, the rumbling? Um, I don't know I'm I think that they're gonna win the fight with Marley the mar or they're gonna stave off the Marley invasion mm-hmm. at least a little bit and mm-hmm. from there, I mean, okay, you know how in Game of Thrones. When the White Walkers came, and there's just all of this big hoopla, like, "Oh shoot, the White Walkers! This, the White Walkers that," and then it all amounted to nothing. I feel like that's going to be the rumble. Mm-hmm. Like it's just all of this about the mm. rumbling, and then it's just kind of nothing but smoke. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Oh no, that's just what, that's how I'm feeling about the rumbling right now.
1: Okay. Did you want to make any part two predictions or do you want to just wait to be?
0: Um predictions? I, I mean I got a pretty I got a pretty easy. Point. Um Reiner loses against Aaron again. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
1: Marley
0: Marley loses and Marley. Yeah I, I agree I think Porco gets his ass kicked again too mm-hmm. uh, The Stallion Titan I'm not really sure what's going to happen with her But mm-hmm. um, Yeah those are Those are the predictions I would like to make Those are the easy ones though You know because Porco and Ronda mm. losing a fight, I put money on those. So if you want to lose your money, hit me up yeah. around whenever season two comes out. <laughs> because
1: if you're anime only, because if they're manga readers, then they probably already know the verdict. True.
0: by the time the next season come out, I'm gonna be a manga reader too. <laughs>
1: period. Which brings us to our next segment of what we will be reading or watching over the next eight oh yes, reading or watching over the next eight or nine months of our Attack on Titan free time.
0: Uh, Yes, and so don't have it to take up my Sunday afternoons anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to get into the manga of Attack on Titan? Like,
1: have Um, Probably. I'm probably going to... I mean, because I plan on reading some other mangas. So, Attack on Titan, I think I'm going to have to. Just because I don't have any energy. Because I've already you know, I know to a certain point. So it's was like, at this point, I might as well just go straight for it and finish it on out, just because I know I'm not going to be, because April 9th, I think, is the final release date, where everything will be released, and you know, the ending will be out. And so I really follow too many people on Twitter now that are anime uh, manga readers, and so I think at this point it's going to be in my best interest to just finish Attack on the Titan. Titan be a manga. manga readers
0: are very good about not spoiling it for the anime watchers.
1: Yeah, but once it's over, I don't think they'll care.
0: I'm not sure about that. Just,
1: be, uh, I think that that. I've already seen a few people that be like after april night it's on you
0: bro i feel like they're going to talk about it amongst themselves but then you have like spoiler stuff is already going to be out because people are talking about the manga and rightfully so you know but i don't feel like they're going to go out their way to spoil the ending for anybody they're just going to talk about it and
1: if it's a big i mean it's going to be a big ending but I'm saying, like, what if it's like a controversial, like, Game of Thrones ending that causes chatter? I don't think that they'll be able to not talk. Well, about no, I'm saying like they talk about it, but
0: I feel like it's not going to get spoiled unless you look for it. Like, I feel like okay. it's going to be relatively easy for you if you want to to avoid spoilers.
1: Okay, But any other mangas that you'll be reading or animes that you'll be watching Um, that are new to you?
0: Nothing new but I will definitely be partaking in the My Hero Academia manga just because the anime is so far behind the current story and uh, I kind of want to catch up. And, you know, even though the new anime is coming out this season, I'm stupid excited for it. So I'll definitely be spending my Saturdays, I think that comes out, watching that. But I, I really want to catch up on the manga. Um, just because the story is so awesome and seeing where it is now, um, I'm excited about that. And um, but on the anime side, I'm definitely going to be doing my yearly watch of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because I haven't seen that since about this time last year. So I feel like I'm overdue. Uh, I really love the Elric brothers. So I'm going to get back into that. Mm -hmm. But oh, um, I I have a lot of anime on my list. Hopefully, uh, I have time (laughs) this summer to watch. Well no. You said okay. nothing I, then new. I thought about it like jujitsu Cayenne. I'm trying to watch that. Um Naruto. How well, are
1: you gonna steal my I answer? Mean,
0: I was you I thought about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not stealing your mm-hmm. answer. It's just we have the same answer. <laughs> like um, Yeah, there's, there's different stuff on my list that I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to finish One Piece, eventually. <laughs> I'm, but I still mean, going yeah, on? but I'm like way behind, and it's supposed to be ending soon, so eventually I'm trying to finish it. Mm. And then I'm also trying to watch Naruto, because don't kill me, but I've Naruto. I remember when Naruto first came out when I was a kid, and, you know, heavy Dragon Ball Z stand over here, and my little homie liked Naruto, and I just thought it was a Dragon Ball Z ripoff. So, I wasn't mm-hmm. really big on watching it back then, and I've kind of been averse to it ever since, but... Because Boruto came out and all those, stuff. So everybody keep being like wow, Naruto, Naruto this, Naruto that, so,
1: hmm I've definitely had my brother encourage me to watch Naruto, but that's like at the bottom of my list at this point. Um, I'm definitely about to get into the Black uh, Clover manga after Tuesday's last episode of the season oh. tears um all of my my shonens are ending but that is you know the ultimate supreme that i'm gonna start on and then Jujutsu kaizen is um anime that i want to start watching but apparently season one was amazing from all that i've heard and so I know a lot of people are reading the manga before season two comes out. Cause it's going to be a while. So I might join on that train as well. If I'm you know, thrilled by watching it and what else? Oh, I was actually watching anime Nays YouTube video. And she was talking about animes to watch to start. And one that it's been on my list. That I haven't started on was Yu 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 Hakusho, and so you know that is also the creator of Hunter Hunter, which is one of my favorite babies. So that is also on my list too to um, do over the next okay. eight or nine okay. months. Yu
0: Yu Hakusho has definitely um, it's been on my list. Uh, I've seen I think about a season and a half of it uh, back when you know it used to come well used to come on. so um yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely um gonna tap into some more anime creators over this little break, like. You know, of course, we've Mm -hmm. been following Anime Nay for a little bit while now. So I'll be watching her stuff, but trying to find some other YouTube creators, some other podcasters, black people specifically, but just across the board. um, That way I can find new anime to watch and other people's perspectives on it. Like that's something that doing this podcast has helped me do. And I really love that
1: aspect of it. Mm -hmm. i agree with you i um, i don't know i have a few people on youtube that i do like to watch their videos like anime uproar i really like their videos because they do um attack on titan videos they do my hero videos um i think they do jujitsu kaizen videos so they do a bunch of different Animes that they do overviews on and stuff, and different theory videos and stuff, which I really enjoy. Um, and also J Cloud Anime Talk is a black YouTuber, and I found him from Black Clover. But he's really good with the YouTube videos, so I've gone down the YouTube rabbit hole of anime videos, but okay. he's one of my favorites. <laughs> But I think that's it it for me. Did you have anything else? Um, Okay. Where can they find you in the meantime?
0: Twitter. Just hit me up on Twitter at Chuck underscore May underscore. Um, Yeah, you can find me there. You can find me anywhere, but can't promise you'll get a response. How about you? Mm
1: hmm. You can find me on Twitter at Prima Yana. if you want to chat about, you know, some animes that you're interested in or any of the ones that I name. Feel free to do that. I mean, you can follow me. That doesn't mean I'll follow you back, but you know, do whatever makes you oh, feel wow. good. But I really enjoyed this time um, doing the podcast for Attack on Titan. And hopefully we'll be back for the new year with the second half. So Definitely.
0: thank y'all. Yeah, shout out that. to everybody who's been listening for this first part. It's been really enjoyable, um, and i like you said, I, I personally enjoyed it too. This has helped. Uh, this has helped my fandom along with the on Titan. <laughs> so it, it's it's been a whole <laughs>
1: lot of fun. definitely and giving me a creative outlet so you guys are pretty cool for listening to us every week but thank you for listening to the first (laughs) season of